This is Servant Marcia Carney with Escape to Heaven. Spirit of the Lord is upon me. His anointing is empowering. The kingdom of the Lord is within me. And He's calling Good morning, good morning, Radio Land. It's Monday, again, 11.30 a.m., Wave 94, 94.1. And you're listening to Escape to Heaven, um, Ministry of uh, Heaven on Earth, Ministries of Jesus Christ, Servant Marcia. And and I, I... just feel something this morning and I feel like I'm successful. Ooh, how can I say that while we're talking about the Bible? But, you know, a lot of us, probably all of us, every day wake up with this thought, I'm going to be successful. And that's great. But just let's not make success a new God. (laughs) So I have a question today. My question is, Can we be successful and not lose our soul? And by definition, what is success? You know, it's the accomplishment of a an aim or purpose. There's a thin line between success and failure. Success can mean many things to different people. You know, for some of us, it's marrying the right person or having beautiful kids, acquiring wealth, or being popular. And I'd like to do a side note, I did that all. But was that enough, okay? For others, it means being recognized and appreciated uh, for your talents. Uh, that could be music or art or sports or whatever. And it doesn't, I guess the point about it is that um, it's all temporary, You could be successful today in those things that I just said. And then tomorrow you could be a bum on the street. And we've seen so many stories of that. Uh, In the kingdom of God, let's talk about that. Success is eternal. Okay. And that means the path is different than what we do in the kingdom of this world. Because in this world, The standards for success can change from moment to moment. Uh, Look at right now, we have Bitcoin. Well, 10 years ago, we didn't have that as a measure of success. How does it uh, roll in the Bible, for instance? King David, as he was passing, he shared these words with his son, Solomon. And he said, do what the Lord says. Do what the Lord your God commands and follow his teachings. Obey everything written in the law of Moses. Note that said everything, not the things that you like. Then you will be a success no matter what you do or where you go. That's over in first Kings second chapter. And notice David didn't tell his son to focus on acquiring wealth, building up his kingdom or 
beating down his enemies. That's not what he told him. He told him to focus on God and being faithful to God's word. Again, my question is, can we have both? Can we be successful and not lose our soul? Success is something that, you know, it's, it's personal. Everybody defined it the way how they define it and what works for them. It could mean a, a sense of giving back to the world and making a difference. It could mean accomplishment or career progression. It could mean being able to travel and sing and doing the things you love. It could mean being able to provide the best possible upbringing for your children. It's really, really personal. The Bible have some pointers about success. Joshua, the first chapter, verse eight says, the book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, and thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein, for then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. I almost want to stop and give this some thought here because what it says in Joshua is meditate on the word of God day and night. Okay. And then you'll be able to prosper. Okay. And it is you making your way prosperous by the fact that you're not allowing God's word uh, to not, not depart. See, you're making sure that when you speak, you're speaking in line with the word of God. So if you're speaking that way, that means that your thoughts are on God's word and therefore also your heart is in God's word and then your hands will prosper. Okay. Jeremiah, the 17th chapter says, blessed is the man that trusts in the Lord and whose hope the Lord is. Genesis 39 says, and the Lord was with Joseph. And you remember, he was extremely prosperous and he was a prosperous man. He was in the house of his master. He was a slave or slash servant and was prosperous. So that's, that's something to pay attention to. You can be prosperous no matter what your status is in society. You can be prosperous as a servant, as a slave and as a king or president or a representative or a senator or a bus driver or a housekeeper, you can still be prosperous no matter what status you're living in society. And that was proven by Joseph because he was, his master was an Egyptian and his master saw that the Lord was with them and that the Lord made all that Joseph did to prosper in his hand. And Joseph found grace in his master's sight and served him. And he and the, the master then made Joseph the overseer over his entire house and all that he had. He put everything that he owned in the hands of Joseph. Prosperity from God's perspective is not limited to just one part of your life, but it's a uh, Pervasive is everything that you do prosper when God, when you have put your trust in the Lord. Psalms 1 says, blessed 
is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law doth he meditate again day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth, it shall prosper. So the important notes from what we read in the Bible, especially Psalms, was that prosperity has a season. So it's not when you want it, it's in your season. Okay. And again, we see meditating day and night on the word of God. Okay. Will allow you to prosper. I want to go into the Bible some more because there's obviously a pathway to success. And I believe that we can find it in the word of God. Matthew, the sixth chapter, starting at the 19th verse, it tells us, do not lay up your treasures on earth. Well, that doesn't make sense because we're living on earth. But the word of God is cautioning us, said, do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy, where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasures are or is, there your heart will be also. So now let's focus on this because the the word of God is saying, look, build up your treasures in heaven. And in order for you to build up treasures in heaven, how do we build up treasures in heaven? That's a good question. I mean, how do I do that? I'm going to give you my interpretation. And you do that by reading the word of God and literally doing the word of God, meaning that you help those that can't help themselves. You pray for people. Uh, you, you pay your tithes. Uh, you help the ministry. You multiply, not be stagnated, you know, be filled with the Holy Spirit. And all of that will allow you to produce fruit that really is recognized in heaven as currency. So this is how we do it. We, our heart has to be a different heart. We can't have the heart of stone that we have when we're in the world because that will not move you to building up treasures in heaven. Uh, the most important treasure, I think, are souls. Uh, God, all the souls belong to the Lord and he desires that none should perish. So anything that you and I can do to bring souls to the kingdom of God is a methodology of building up treasures in heaven. Amen. And verse 22 says the lamp of the body is the light. If therefore your eye is good, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in you is darkness, so what kind of light do you have? Then how great is that darkness? No one can serve two masters. So there has to be a conscious decision on your part as to which God are you going to serve? Because you can make success an idol and serve success. 
and and ultimately you will be serving mammoth. But you cannot serve God, the creator of heaven and earth, who is a spiritual being, okay, and then worship everything on earth, the materialism of work of earth. That's what that means. No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will be loyal to one and despise the other. So you cannot serve God and mammoth. If we move over to Matthew, the seventh chapter, and I'm just going to jump around here because the seventh chapter of Matthew is like a lifestyle that you and I are to live if we want to be successful. So one of the things that I'm going to say is don't waste your time on unproductivity. Do not waste your time on anything that does not produce the good fruits, amen, that our Father expects us to produce. So judge not, lest you, that you be not judged. For with what judgment you judge, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it'll be measured back to you. And why do you look at the speck in your brother's eye, but do not consider the plank in your own eye? Or how can you say to your brother, let me remove the speck? And and then you didn't take the plank out of your own eye. You're a hypocrite. First, remove the plank from your own eyes. And then you will see clearly to remove the smaller, tiny, inch widening speck in your brother's eye. What does that mean? That means do not waste your time trying to interpret what others are doing. Stay focused. What does that mean? Do not look to the left. Do not look to the right. But keep your eye on God's word so that your heart can be on God's word, so that your hands can be multiplied by the divine grace of the Father. That's favor on earth. The grace of God is favor on earth. And then you will prosper. Amen. Uh, It also says, do not give what is holy to the dogs, nor cast your pearls before swine because they'll trample them on their feet and they'll turn and tear you in pieces. So a lot of us, when we get a little bit of money, you know, we're not saying we're showing off. We feel like we're helping others and we're doing good. But the Bible cautions you. Do not just give money or give gifts or bless people. Understand the character of whatever it is you're blessing. If it's a pig or a swine or even a dog, you have no business giving them your precious, valuable assets, whether it's spiritual spiritual or tangible. I had that problem. When I first got saved, I was giving to everybody. I was giving, giving, giving. And the Lord had to caution me and he taught me if a person is uh, addicted to drugs and if you put money in their hands and all they're going to do is run and go get drugs. Well, you have now wasted your resources on earth. You cannot be prosperous because you're giving it away to the wrong type of individuals that cannot prosper. So we must move in the spirit. So the Holy Spirit can tell us how to give, how to be a blessings to others. Amen. Also, ask. You want to be prosperous? You want to be successful? Ask. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds. 
and to him who knock, it will be opened. Okay. Or, or think about it. What man is there among you who, if his son asks for bread, he'll give him a stone. Or if the son asks for a fish, he'll give him a serpent. Now we're evil, but God is good. We're evil, but we know how to give good gifts, right? To our children. So how much more will your father, my father, who's in heaven, give good things to those who do what? Ask him. So why is it so important to ask? Because it, it, it really shows that you understand who is your father and where he is. Our father who is in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come that will be done on earth as it is in heaven. You're asking the father. It shows that you're submitting to God. Amen. And so therefore he he's good. He knows how to give good gifts as well to his children. Therefore, whatever you want men to do to you, you want a man to bless you, then you have to do what? Do also to them. For this is the law and the prophets. And then enter by the narrow gate. For wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction. There's many who are going in by that. But if you enter into the narrow, because narrow is the gate and difficult is the way which leads to life. And there's few who find it. So that's a, that right there is a guiding rule for how to be successful on earth. Don't follow the crowd. You should be looking for the narrow gate, meaning the one that there's few on, because those few are following the way. What does that mean? The way of the Father. Amen. The way of the Creator. Okay. The Bible, the law, the prophets. That's the way that we are to follow if we truly want to be successful on earth while we, while we are here. Beware of false prophets. They'll come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravenous wolves. And you'll know them how? By the fruit. Do men gather grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Even so, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad, bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. So by their fruits, you will know who is a good prophet, a true prophet, and those who are false prophets. A lot of times with our eyes, our eyes can deceive us because the false prophet looks like a good prophet. But over a period of time, just the fruit that they bear, you will know who they are. Many will say to the Father in that day, you know, the day of judgment, Lord, Lord, or to Jesus, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name and cast out demons in your name? And we've done many wonders in your name. And Jesus says, then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. So if we would pay attention and follow Matthew, the seventh chapter, and hear the sayings of Jesus and do them, then Jesus said, 
you will be a wise man who built his house on a rock. And so when the rain come, the flood come, the winds blow, it won't fall. Why? Because it was founded, your lifestyle is founded on the rock called Jesus and the word of God. Amen. Holy Spirit. Amen. But everyone who hear these sayings and does not do them, that's like a foolish man who has built his house on the sand. So when all the turbulence come, it's just going to fall. So these are the keys of success in Matthew, the seventh chapter. And then over in Matthew, the eighth chapter, we find out that faith is needed to be successful. The eighth chapter, starting at verse number five, it talks about how Jesus entered Capernaum. I, I lived there for a while or visited. And a centurion came to him saying, Lord, my servant is dying. He's paralyzed at home. He's dreadfully tormented. And Jesus said, I will come and heal him. And the centurion said, no, Lord, I'm not worthy that you should come under my roof. Just speak the word and my servant will be healed for I also am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to this one, go, he goes. And I say to another, come, he comes. And to my servant, do this, and he does it. And when Jesus heard it, he marveled. And he said to those who were following, oh, my God, assuredly, I say to you, I have not found such great faith, not even in Israel. And then he prophesied. There will be many that will come from the east and the west and sit down with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and they'll be in the kingdom of heaven. But guess what? The sons of the kingdom will be cast out into outer darkness because there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. I have often wondered, why did he say that after talking about this guy, a Gentile, with such great faith. And then he talks about the children of God, that they would literally be physically in the kingdom of heaven and they would be thrown out. And I think that means because in order for you and I to even enter into heaven, we must have faith. Amen. This is called, this program is called Escape to Heaven. But I'm going to tell you something. You cannot escape to heaven Without faith, you cannot come to God without faith. And you got to have enough faith to enter in and stay in the kingdom of heaven. Oh, my God, what a word. I have more that I want to share, but I don't want to like not pray as well. Um, Matthew, the 21st chapter, I'm going to run over there for a second because it talks about what happens when you and I do not have faith. Amen. So Matthew 21st chapter, starting at the 18th verse. And this is related to how uh, Jesus was hungry and he saw a fig tree and he went to pick something from the tree. And it wasn't anything there, no fruit. And so he said, let no fruit grow on you ever again. And immediately the fig tree withered away. Why is that important? Way back in the beginning, in Genesis 1, when you and I were created in the image and likeness of God. I'm, I'm in the Bible today, so I'm just kind of rolling through here, and I want to read it. 
Genesis 1, verse number 26. Then God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds, over the cattle, over all the earth, over every creeping thing. So God created man in his own image, and the image of God he created him, male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish, over the birds, over everything living thing that moves on the earth. Why is that important? That's important because the Lord blessed us even back in verse 22. Well, well, he blessed the birds, but he blessed us, mankind, verse number 28. And he blessed us to be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, subdue it, have dominion. Wow. When you and I are successful, we are literally fulfilling the blessings that God has given to mankind. Amen. So that is why in your heart, you're always desiring to be successful. It's not sinful. It's consistent with the fact that God has blessed us to be to 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 reign. He's blessed us to uh, take dominion. That's what God did. And that's what you and I always want to do. We want to conquer. We want to achieve. We want to move forward. And that's consistent with being blessed by God. In order for you to walk in success and prosperity and to walk in blessings, you have to submit to our Father. And when the Lord look at you, you have to be fruitful. So when Jesus went and pulled to take a fruit off of the fig tree, and it wasn't no fruit there, he literally cursed it, and immediately the fig tree withered. He will do that with you and I if we don't produce. So Jesus answered and said to them, Assuredly, I say to you, if you have faith and do not doubt, you will not only do what was done to the fig tree, but also if you say to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, it will be done. And whatsoever things you ask in prayer, believing you will receive. Faith is the undercurrent of being successful. You have to believe. You have to have vision. You have to produce. You have to multiply. And you have to ask. Everything we talked about today gives you a definite pathway to be successful and prosperous on earth while your soul and your faithfulness to the Lord remains intact. But what happens when you don't do it? Matthew 21, verse number 42. Let me look at that. Okay, and uh, Jesus had gave them a parable about how this man leased out his property and they killed his servants and they killed his son. And Jesus said, now what do you think this guy is going to do? And the his apostles, the disciples, rather, they said, well, he will destroy those wicked men and he'll lease his vineyard to someone else. OK, and Jesus said, have you ever read in the scriptures where the stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone? This was the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. 
Therefore, I say to you, the kingdom of God, it'll be taken away from you and given to a nation bearing the fruits of it. Do we not get it? That if for some reason you refuse to use all the gifts and the blessings that God has given you to multiply the kingdom of God, you will find yourself stripped of what you thought you had and God will give it to another. And whosoever falls on this stone will be broken, but on whomsoever it falls, it will grind him to powder. If we do not submit to the Lord, submit to Jesus, submit to God, you will find yourself not able to prosper and utilize all that God has put into you so that you can be a fruitful person, a fruitful son and daughter of our Father. You are listening to Servant Marcia Escape to Heaven. And as I lead us in prayer today, put your mind on being what God has already created you to be extraordinarily successful. I'm going to pray right now. Dear Lord, business is my passion and business is my passion. Okay, so please help me to run it in an efficient and godly manner. I ask that you give me wisdom where I need it and lead me in the changes on the road ahead. I invite you to speak to me when I'm not sure what to do next and to give me comfort when there are trials. Give me the discernment to hear your voice clearly. Please help me to serve my customers and clients with a heart like yours, Lord. I want them to see your light in me every time they interact with me or step inside my business like everyone else, Lord. I want to succeed in my life and in my relationships, balance and something I'm asking you for, Lord, so I can be successful in every area. Help me to not put work and hobbies and activities or even success ahead of you, my family, or my relationships, but to keep you in the center as the hub of my life, Lord. Teach me your priorities and help me to keep them in the right place. Father, I thank you for that prayer today. Bless Radio Land. And if there's anybody under the sound of my voice that have not yet given your soul and your heart and your being to the Lord, please repeat after me. Dear God, I want to be a part of your family. You said in your word that if I acknowledge that you raised Jesus from the dead, and that I accept him as my Lord and Savior, I would be saved. So God, I now say that I believe you raised Jesus from the dead, and I accept him as my personal Lord and Savior. I accept my salvation from sin right now. I am saved. Jesus is my Lord. Jesus is my Savior. Thank you. Father God, for forgiving me, saving me, and giving me eternal life with you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. God bless you, Radio Land. I love you, but God loves you so much more. See you next week. Bye.